Hello, hello, my friends. Steph Crowder here. Welcome to the Courage and Clarity podcast. This is the show that helps online business owners balance the head and heart of entrepreneurship. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to earn a living doing something you love, helping tons of people, and being free to live out whatever kind of lifestyle you dream of while still contributing to the world that we live in in a massive way. Today's episode, I am so excited to bring to you. At the time of this recording, I just rolled out a brand new free training yesterday. It's called Sold Out with Superfans. Build a community that can't wait to click buy. This training, you guys, was incredibly meaty. It was two hours long, jam-packed with new concepts. I taught multiple frameworks that really help my students, my followers, and my audience Think about how to shift their mindset into what I call super fan selling. And then we also talked about my 3C super fan system and my signature buzz blitz process that helps create value injections in your business. This workshop was very visual. And so what I did for today's podcast is I just isolated about the first 30 minutes of the workshop because it translates better to audio. And I think you'll get a lot of value out of listening to this part of the training. Even if you were at the training, I think this part is worth listening to again. This is the first part of the training where we focused on what I call the super fan shift. This is all about shifting your mindset. If you have found yourself feeling despair over the fact that maybe you, you, you're you like, how am I going to grow my audience? How am I going to get thousands of people to pay attention to me? Like that just sounds so exhausting and so impossible. This part of the workshop is really going to speak to you because I have some great news. <laughs> the great news is, spoiler alert, we're not going to focus on getting thousands and thousands of people. You can be incredibly successful and very profitable by focusing on small but mighty. So if you are listening to this podcast in real time, my mastermind, the messy middle, my six-month mastermind is open for enrollment right now. It is open until we get started next Monday, a Monday, April 17th. And then I'm not going to be offering my mastermind for business coaching again until probably Q4 at the earliest. So if you are curious about being supported by me for six months, in a group with a small group with other entrepreneurs who are in a similar business stage. If you want my eyeballs, my brain on your business, this is the way to do it. We are going to make rapid progress between mid-April and mid-October. Go to stephcrowder.com slash mastermind and let's have a conversation. I'm having just quick chats with people who could be a fit for the mastermind. I'll be the first to tell you if it's not the best fit for you and we'll go from there stephcrowder.com slash mastermind to learn more. Give me two minutes to throw in an application and then I will invite you to a chat with me if it feels like it could be a good fit. As far as this training goes, if you are listening to this and you, for whatever reason, did not register for the training, you don't have the link in your email and you would like to take the rest of this training, because remember, this is just part of the training that you're listening to today. I did not include the rest of it because it is highly visual and I think it would be confusing to try to listen to. If you would like to take the rest of the training and you do not have the link for whatever reason, just drop me an email. It's steph at stephcrowder.com. I'm happy to send you the recording. It's going to be active through this Sunday, April 16th. If you're listening to this in the future, it's no longer available, but I do plan to teach it again at the end of this year. 
So in the meantime, I really hope you enjoy this episode, The Superfan Shift. Okay. Welcome. For those of you who do not know me, even if you've been to my trainings a million times, I am so excited to see you today. I'm Steph Crowder. I'm a business coach. I've been at this for the better part of 10 years, which is wild. It certainly goes fast, but I love what I do. I'm a sales and marketing pro, so I coach on all aspects of business, but sales and marketing is for sure my wheelhouse. I'm a former director of sales training. I was the director of sales training for all of North America for Groupon when I was 26 years old. I have been a director of sales and marketing at another company for the past years. So sales and marketing is definitely my thing. I know some people think that's weird because everyone's like, what is wrong with you that you love sales? I think today you might get a window into why I love sales so much. And uh, I'm excited to share that expertise with you. It's definitely what I bring to my coaching for my clients as well, is that hyper-focus on sales and marketing. So getting more customers and ramping up your clients in your business. I'm a writer. I love copywriting. Again, my wheelhouse. I'm an aspiring author, English major, wrote a uh, really embarrassing book, romance book when I was in middle school. I'm a total word nerd. Okay. So I, I bring that to my business as well. I've been podcasting for as many years as I've been a business coach. You can listen to the Courage and Clarity podcast if you're new to that show. And I'm a mom of two kiddos. You can see us there in the pool, the very cold pool that they insisted that I get in with them over spring break last week. Here's the deal, you guys. I have worked with thousands of people. No exaggeration. From If you know me from my fizzle days, I worked with thousands of entrepreneurs there. I've worked with thousands of entrepreneurs in my own coaching business. and. I can truly tell you, I'm not going to say I've seen it all because somebody will definitely surprise me, but I have seen every stage of business. I have seen so many different industries. We're going to touch on a few different unique industries today. Um, and here's what I want to tell you. You are in the right place today if you've gotten at least your first few customers, but you still have questions about how this business is going to pay the bills. Okay. You're like, okay, great. I've got some traction, but uh, like a thousand here, 3000 there. Like that is hardly the six, seven figure business that I've been dreaming of. Okay. By the way, if you're here today and you haven't gotten your first few customers, you don't have to leave. I'm, I'm very thrilled to have you. This training is aimed at people who I think are in the middle stages of entrepreneurship. So if you're a little bit behind that, or you're a little bit ahead of that, all good. There's still going to be plenty for you to learn today, but this training is really designed for people who resonate with these next few slides. So if you're in the beginning stages, you're getting a bit of a preview. If you're in the later stages, I have found that my more advanced clients tend to need to come back to some of this stuff because they built so quickly. They need to tighten some things that maybe are a little bit rickety, rustic, if you will. So maybe your situation is that you're making decent money already. Like you feel pretty good about what you're bringing in, but you're still wondering how to streamline your business into something that scales and doesn't feel so manual. So maybe you're already hitting 5K, 8K, 10K months every once in a while. But when you do, you feel like you, it's like tapping you out. You feel like it is draining you and you have to use like every ounce of muscle in order to get it done. This is definitely the place for you as well, because it doesn't have to feel that way. There is a way out of that. And I'm excited to talk to you about it today. Okay. If you resonate with those thoughts, then you are in what I would call the messy middle of entrepreneurship. The word messy has a negative connotation, but I mean it in the most endearing way. 
Most people are relieved when I tell them, hey, the middle is supposed to feel messy, okay? It's not perfect. You are holding some things together with Band-Aids and paper clips and scotch tape, right? Like, that's okay. We can fix it. We don't want to stay there forever. But the number of times I've seen people's shoulders just like, hey, when I tell them that, hey, the midi, the me- the midi, the me- the middle is messy. It's not a linear process. It's not all up and to the right, like that hockey stick growth that we hear about with you know successful companies. It's gonna feel messy. And if it feels messy to you, you're not doing anything wrong. I would argue you are exactly where you're supposed to be. But the great news is we can fix it, okay? So you've got some traction. Great. You've got some people paying attention. You've had a few clients. You've done some launches. Whatever traction looks like for you, you have some seeds of evidence that you're onto something here. And that is an amazing feeling. I want you to acknowledge that feeling because you dreamed of that feeling before you started this. And you never forget that. But your big dream still feels a ways off. You're not, you know, in the dream space that you have always had in your mind, right? You've had some big wins. Some of the wins you've had, you're like, I never thought I would show my face on Instagram. I never thought that I would get my first paying client. Fill in the blank, right? But this is big. It all feels clunky and inconsistent. You are in the messy middle. If you are, if you feel like this is you, do me a feel, uh, do me a favor and just tell me in the Q&A. Be like, yep, I'm in the messy middle. Like, that's me. That's for sure me. I'm in the messy middle of entrepreneurship. Tell me in the Q&A. Okay, so you're wondering how to grow is a big question I get from pretty much all of my clients. You've heard a million times that you need to grow an audience of ideal customers. You're like, yeah, okay, easier said than done. You know a community of buyers would fill up your offers and surpass your revenue goals. Like, you know that you need a community of buyers. That's intuitive. But you've tried the things. This is also, if you're resonating with this, tell me in the Q&A. You've tried the freebies, the Instagramming, you've binged the damn podcasts. And honestly, reaching thousands and thousands of people feels like a pipe dream and one that you're not even sure that you want to come true. How about that? Like, how about some of you out there who are like, I feel like I'm not going to be successful unless I reach thousands and thousands of people. But I also like don't really know that I want the pressure of being on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. Like, do I even want that? I know I want success. But that sounds like, I mean, that's most people's worst nightmare is having to be on a stage in front of thousands of people. Some people live for that. Other people, not so much. So this is something that I think a lot of people end up feeling when they get to the messy middle of entrepreneurship. So you know you're good at what you do. Here is another thing that all of my clients tell me. Steph, I am so good at what I do. I am the best damn fill in the blank. Health coach, ancient Egyptian hieroglyph professor, uh, therapist, marriage coach, uh, breathwork teacher, yoga instructor, fitness, wellness, whatever your thing is, you're like, I know that I'm good at what I do, but there's just one problem. Where are the people? Getting to people by is not fun. That's not what I got into this for, right? You may have even caught yourself saying, I'm not very good at sales, or I get nervous talking about my offer, or I hate selling. I hate selling. I don't hate selling, but I hear it a lot. If you could come up with the right angle and get more eyeballs, you know you'd be golden. Like, you know that's the missing puzzle piece. Plus, if you had step-by-step help, 
with everything from your sales emails to your sales pages, you'd be really stoked. I hear this from people a lot too. They're like, Steph, I feel like I just need somebody in the weeds with me. I need somebody looking at my stuff to be like, is this making sense? How do I make it better? How's my sales page? What about my welcome sequence? How's my offer? When you get to the messy middle of entrepreneurship, it is critical that you have this level of hands-on support, okay? This is a quick soapbox moment because it's really, really important. I was thinking of this analogy recently of running a marathon, and I was thinking of running a marathon as it relates to running a business. And if you think about, I've never ran a marathon, but I have run a 10K. And when you start any kind of race, you everybody starts roughly in the same place. There's a starting line, okay? Some people are a little ahead, some people are a little behind, but everybody's at the starting line. This is why when you are a beginner entrepreneur, you can get really far with what I call cookie cutter advice. There's nothing wrong with cookie cutter advice. I have a course that I'm gonna bring back later this year some of you here have taken called Crickets to Customers, and it is perfect for people who are in the beginning stages. And it's not cookie cutter advice, but it is like a roadmap. It's like, first do this, then do that. That works really well when you're a new entrepreneur. And that's because you think your situation is unique. It's not that unique in the beginning. In the beginning, you need just a couple of things. Well, you really need one thing. You need customers. You need your first customers. And so in the beginning, the more boilerplate advice can get you super far. But think about the middle of a marathon. Maybe some of you here have done a marathon. My husband is a two-time Ironman. So I know from him, I'm never crazy enough to do that. No offense to anybody here. Love my husband dearly, but that's not my cup of tea. But he has told me, I have seen with my own eyes what he looks like at like when he's getting off the bike and starting the run. That middle is messy. You are tired and everybody has different challenges. At that point, some people's bikes have broken down. Somebody's shoe has fallen off things start to change. The landscape changes. Some people have walked off the course entirely. My husband did his Ironman here in Louisville a couple of years ago now. It was so cold and so icy and so rainy that there were buses, buses of of people getting taken off the course because they weren't wearing the right clothes. My husband finished the race. I'm very proud of him. But he told me, he was like, you would not believe how many people just getting on buses they had to drop out. In the middle stages, you guys, that is what it feels like. And what you need in the middle, when you are at this stage, the cookie cutter is not going to work anymore. You need custom advice. You need eyeballs on your business. You need to have expertise from somebody who's been there. So whether that's me or somebody else, I'm not too fussed on how you do that. I want you to do the right thing for you. But please, like, let me do the side tangent. Get yourself some support. Don't try to do the messy middle alone. Holy cow. Like that's my number one advice. And I've got plenty of people here that could agree with that because they've been there. Okay. So side tangent, I am going to tell you, this is like a full disclosure. I am absolutely going to invite you to work with me at the end of this training. I'm, I pull no punches about that. I'm going, to, I'm going to invite the right people, people who feel like they're in the right space for this. So you're going to hear about that later. But I just had to take a moment to share that if you are in the middle absolutely don't try to go it alone because going it alone is the number one reason you will quit. And you're going to learn in this training today how not quitting is actually like the most important thing you can do. Like there's nothing more important than staying in the game. Don't be like those people on my husband's Ironman race who are wearing (laughs) t-shirts. It was freezing rain. Okay. Going into the middle of business without support is like wearing the right, wrong clothes for your Ironman race. That's my analogy that I truly just made up on the spot, okay? Okay, 
your growth plan might look like this. No shame. This is the messy middle. This is what it feels like. Build email lists, fix my sales page. What about Instagram? How about Facebook ads? I need to get organized. On and on it goes, okay? I know I've seen, like, I, I've seen these lists. I've had these lists myself. This is what it feels like when you are trying to grow. And you look at this list and you're like, how am I going to possibly make a plan? How do I form this into a sensible, practical, effective plan? Or maybe a typical month looks like this, right? Like I have an idea. Oh, now I'm discouraged. Oh my gosh, a sale. Now what do I do? I'm going to build something new. Oh my gosh, nobody likes it. And on and on it goes. Again, 100% normal. This is why I call it the messy middle. Let's just embrace the mess. This is what it feels like, okay? You might get stuck here. This is another thing that we need to talk about. Okay, you've had a few one-on-one customers. Congratulations. That is no small feat. You know, you look at that line of people. You know that you have people like that, that you are just dying to help. You're so excited about your subject. You want to help this many people. How in the world do we go from a couple customers here and there to a line out the door? That is what you're here to learn today. If you're excited to learn about that, you are in the right place, okay? Here's the big thing. You guys, oh man, I am like, I'm gonna be on my Steph soapbox today. For those of you who are familiar, this will change everything. It it just keeps blowing my mind. I keep thinking, I'm like, yeah, I know that. And the deeper I get into business, the more I'm like, this is everything. You need to change your focus, okay? You need to think about small but mighty, okay? Stop thinking about thousands and thousands of people. Stop thinking about thousands and thousands of people. When I say small but mighty, maybe some of you out there right now are like, I don't want to be small. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be small. But that's not what I mean. Hang with me, okay? Trust me on this. I'm not saying you're going to be small and you're going to stay in your box forever. But what I mean is, well, you're going to hear more about it. For right now, I just want you to think about this shift. From, and here's what it sounds like. What if in order to be truly successful and to have everything that I've ever dreamed of in my business, what if I don't need thousands and thousands of people? Maybe you'll end up getting thousands and thousands and I'll be in the front row cheering for you. But there's nothing wrong with having thousands and thousands. Don't get me wrong. It's just that you don't need them, okay? You might get thousands and thousands of people. It's just that you don't need them. And I want you to feel the relief in that. I want you to know that you can achieve your wildest revenue goals in your business with the attitude and the mindset of small but mighty. That is possible. And if you don't believe me, please hang on because I can show you, okay? You need super fans. That's what we're all here for. You are going to hear about the power of super fans today. You're going to learn how to harness them. You're going to learn how to attract them. You're going to learn how to grow your super fan fueled business. And it's going to help you live out the mindset and the philosophy of small but mighty. Okay. There is nothing small about the profit line of a business driven by a small but mighty community. You guys, I know people who have million dollar businesses with less than a thousand people on their email list. Okay. It is possible. You have to think of it. It's a mindset shift. It is a paradigm shift. Everything that we've been taught about needing thousands and thousands of Instagram followers of all of this, it's, it's broken. Okay. It might work for some people. And 
side note, if you're trying to do like a volume based business, if you're trying to like be a million dollar business with a $47 product, you are going to need thousands and thousands of people. But I'm talking about my service providers and my coaches who are willing to have a higher price point, deep work offer. You do not need thousands and thousands of people. And there is nothing small about the results that you're going to get when you focus on small but mighty, okay? I would argue even if you're trying to have a volume-based business, you will, paradoxically, you will end up attracting thousands and thousands by first focusing on small but mighty. You may very well end up attracting thousands and thousands because you focused on small but mighty. Okay. Here's the deal with your super fans. Look at my little girl in the, in the Atlantic Ocean. She's so cute. So your super fans, here's what how I define them, okay? They love your style and your po- unique position in the market. There might be 700 business coaches. You guys are here today, okay? So you love their style. You love their, what whatever special sauce you bring to the table, your super fans love that, okay? They resonate deeply with what you do and they see the value without having to be convinced. Can I get an amen for people out there who do not want to have to ever convince anybody to work with them ever again? Say no to convincing. There is no room for convincing in your empowered, super fan-fueled sales process. You do not have to convince anybody. Also, psychologically speaking, it's impossible to convince anybody to do anything. We can't convince people people convince themselves to do things, okay? We can give them the information and they will make their own decision. Everybody is, it's it's very disempowering to believe that we can ever convince anybody to do anything. We all make our own choices in this world. So there's no place for convincing. And most importantly, your super fans, because of the above, because they love your style, because they love your unique position, and because they resonate so deeply, They are ready to say yes to your paid offer. And it's a beautiful thing. So quick side, this quick story. I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Um, By the way, my sandals are fine. I got a comment on Instagram about this. They're like, your sandals, they're okay. (laughs) My sandals in the ocean are totally fine. Thank you for the concern. This is the exact system that I'm teaching you today. It took me from where I started in 2017 with a few one-on-one coaching clients, truly wondering how I would ever cobble together a living. I didn't know. I had another job because I was like, I don't know how this works. Um, I filled my first group program with zero public promotion. I did it all with my super fans, with the system I'm teaching you today. And people here were there. So they could tell you, they could tell you. Then I filled a second group program two months later with a wait list. And I ended up making 60K from a third group program. And I turned all of those experiences into a scalable framework inside a course that surpassed six figures in revenue. What I'm going to teach you today is exactly how I did that, okay? Then something crazy happened. I did it a wild thing. I quit. If you listen to my podcast, you know this. I quit my business very unceremoniously. I took a job that was really appealing to me and helped me get some new experience. And I didn't know if I was ever going to come back. Turns out that when the entrepreneur bug bites, it bites pretty hard. So a year later, I was back. And I thought for sure that everybody who cared had moved on. I couldn't imagine it would be possible that after a year of just ghosting, that anybody would be there. I was very scared. This was September of last year. I was like, what if I can't make any sales? What if everything I did before is just gone? And, And that's it, right? Because I was gone for a year. But it wasn't true. And in fact, it was as if I never left at all, okay? 
in the past seven months, and I'm going to tell you why I'm sharing this. This is not a flex. This is not me bragging. There's this very important that I share this with you and I'm uncomfortable sharing it, but I have to, because I need you to know how powerful this is. In the past seven months, I've collected over $98,000 in cash. And that's not even including, I've got some revenue from payment plans coming in as well. I have worked part-time and I'm navigating a really tricky chapter in my parenting journey. I'm very needed right now with my children for reasons I won't go into. But for those of you who are parents, I'm sure you understand. And I also am looking at a guy doing leaf blowing outside. I hope you guys can't hear that. For those of you who do podcasts and webinars, there is this joke that like, as soon as you start recording something, like a landscaping guy shows up and it's, it's hilarious to me. Anyway, so I have had very little childcare. This has been a challenging season for me and I couldn't have done this without my super fans. So I share this with you so you can see the power of what can happen with super fans. It's not a flex. I'm illustrating the power here. I knew this was a big deal before I quit my business back in 2021. Now I know non-negotiably that having a business fueled by super fans is the way. It's the way, okay? Super fans matter now more than ever because the market has changed. So 2020 is over, guys. I hate to I hate to break it to you, but 2020 is over. Back in 2020, online courses were flying off the shelves. Business owners, if you guys were in business, you remember this. We were scared. We didn't know what the pandemic was going to do for us. Turned out it was actually pretty good for business for a lot of people, for a lot of digital entrepreneurs because people were at home. People were wanting to learn new stuff. We had more time and space. There was no Zoom fatigue because Zoom was brand new to a lot of people. This is no longer the case, okay? Courses aren't dead. Don't, don't get it twisted. You can absolutely have a successful, profitable course. In fact, I'm bringing back my course later this year, okay? Courses are great. It's just that you can't like blindfold yourself and throw something out there and have it be successful the way that it kind of was. I mean, that's exaggeration, obviously. But the, like this like boom of online courses, it's not like that right now. There's a lot of reasons for that that I could theorize, but just believe me on this, okay? I've spent a lot of time observing the market, not only with myself and my peers, but my clients. I've worked with 10 clients in Q1 of this year, and this is a trend I'm seeing across the board, across industries. It's not bad news, okay? So again, don't get it twisted. It's not bad news. It's just that the game has changed, and that's what happens in business. I've been doing this since 2015, and every two to, two to three years, there is a massive changing of the guard. I have watched Twitter rise and fall, Facebook rise and fall, Instagram rise and fall, and better believe me when I tell you it'll happen to TikTok too, okay? So we can't rest on any of our laurels. We have to remember that if we're not changing, we're dying. And that's just part of it, okay? Customers are conservative right now. They're still 100% spending money as referenced by what I just shared with you about my own income, right? But here's what I know for sure. The sales process will be slower. That doesn't mean it will necessarily be harder. It just is what it is. Selling right now will require more trust and you have to stand out. Again, please don't let this be bad news. You don't have to stand on your head and do anything crazy, but you do have to figure out how do I build trust and how do I really show my unique positioning in the market, okay? That's what we're gonna talk about. Here's the other thing. The content game has changed. With the shift to short form content, we have TikTok, we have Reels, we have YouTube Shorts. This is what's in demand right now. Like it, don't like it. To me, I don't really think the opinion has a place in this. It just is what it is, right? 
organic growth is still possible on platforms like Instagram, but I want you guys to know this is not the best place to get new customers. If I start a business tomorrow from scratch, it ain't on Instagram. Okay. No shade to Instagram. If it's working for you, my one-on-one clients here, they'll tell you Steph Crowder will never break anything that's working. So if it's working, keep it. But if you're just getting started or you're looking for new customers, it is not what I would do first. And I'm going to tell you what I would do instead. Okay. But this is a reality that we really do have to grapple with. Um, let me just say, um, okay, good. No leaf blowers heard. Fantastic. Uh, all right. I'll come back to this. Good question from Molly about online courses. Well, I'll just answer this one now because it's quick. When you say online courses aren't hot, do you mean self-paced or live courses? I think, um, what I'm seeing is any self-paced for sure is really not what's in demand right now. Um, I mean, there's always still a place for it. Again, if there's trust built and if people see why it's different, um, th then courses are still working. In fact, I was just reading something the other day that what's trending right now is really like um, skill-based courses. So like, help me learn how to launch on Squarespace, right? How, like really specific skill-based courses are still performing. And so what I, what I mean when I say online courses aren't as hot right now is it's a sort of what you classic, like watch this module and implement on your own. It's still possible to be successful with this, but honestly, what I'm seeing across the board is people are looking for more customized solutions. People want to know that the expertise is going to have a direct hand in helping them achieve the outcome. That's what it comes down to is people believing they're going to get an outcome and they're going to get a return on their investment, whether that's monetary or some other indicator, people need to know they're going to get a return on their investment. And it's harder right now to sell people on their return on investment on a self-paced course because the X factor is them, <laughs> right? They're like, okay, maybe I'll get an outcome, but I have to do it all myself. Can somebody just do this for me? I think it's also pandemic, like uh, decision fatigue where people are like, can somebody just, I have been through it. Can somebody just help me with this? Can somebody just look at this? Can somebody just give me feedback? That's what I'm seeing that's trending right now. So hopefully that helps. Okay. So here's the thing. What I'm going to show you today, you guys, this stuff works. Okay. Just to real quick, just to back this up with some, like, this is not me just saying this stuff. I've been teaching people this for years now, and it just continues to compound. All of these screenshots were taken just two months into my last six-month mastermind. We've got people quitting jobs. We've got people booking one-on-one -on -one calls. People are, you know, getting people into their group programs and having their highest revenue month ever, okay? So this stuff works. It's tried and true. I want to show you a couple of my star students. Two of them are here today, I think. I haven't looked at the participants. I know two of them are here. Maybe the third is here as well. This is Melinda. Melinda was on the podcast recently. I highly recommend her episode. Um, it's very informative. We've been working together for years. And Melinda went from $0 in the door to teaching ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs to 130 students and counting all over the globe, which was really her dream. So Melinda told, said that working with me gave her the confidence and motivation to keep going. She says, I have a rare talent for helping you figure out what is the best, most strategic next step to take and for improving your copy to make it compelling. That's going to be a really important piece of this. This is Diane. Diane is here too. She's going to be on the podcast this week. She's also been working with me for a long time. Diane started getting more clients when she realized or when she released herself from the pressure to post on Instagram. I think that's one of the number one things I want for all of you is to release yourselves from the pressure to market in any one particular way. 
Diane said, Steph gave me permission to not have to market myself all the time. I no longer feel I have to prove myself on social media. I have people knocking on my door, so I'm getting even more clients. This new mindset has freed me up to be a better coach and focus on them being my clients. One more. This is Paul, and you guys are going to see why I'm sharing this with you in just a second, because these three people have something in common. Paul teaches realist, realist painters how to improve their craft, and he sent me this email unsolicited the other day, two years after the last time we worked together. And when I asked him if I could share the email, he, I said, can I share this anonymously, Paul? He said, I'll do you one better. Don't share it anon anonymously. And here's my picture. <laughs> I love Paul. Thank you so much, Paul. He said, I just wanted to pop up quickly and let you know that I'm still applying everything you've taught me. I actually had the email templates from the Messy Middle Mastermind open for my last workshop launch. And I've just had my best month ever in no small part down to you. Paul and I will work together again, but you guys, he is still using the stuff that I gave him two years ago. And I just love that. I love that. And that's a big part of having super fans as well. Here's what I want to tell you about these three folks, these three wonderful folks, by the way, totally different industry industries. We have ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs. We have health coaching and we have teaching people to paint. Okay. Here's what they have in common. They also live all over the place, but they are my super fans, okay? They have worked with me multiple times and they continue to get new and better results each time, which is my promise to them. And so it's this cycle that continues to repeat because when they work with me, they get results. When I ask them to work with me again, they say, of course, because I like the results, I'm gonna keep going. And this is how your super fan business starts to snowball. This is why for me, when I had my Q1 coaching uh, book completely full, I didn't even have a sales page, guys. No shade against sales pages. I just didn't get around to it and I didn't need one. I did 45K in revenue with no sales page all because of my super fans. Okay, your super fans will resonate so deeply with your offer. Here are some of the DMs that you're gonna get from them. Get out of my brain, get out of my brain. Oh, wow. This sounds like me. I'm so glad I signed up for this. Uh, this is one of my clients who said the messy middle posts and sales page. They make me want to sign up, even though I already signed up. This is how you want your super fans to feel. So if you've thought to yourself, Man, I would love to have my customers be like, I want to feel like I'm reading their mind. I want them to feel like I'm reading their mind. That's what I'm going to share with you. So today I will show you how to scale fast with super fans. Okay. Um, here's my guarantee. If you haven't already, I need you to silence your phone and get your notebook ready because we're going to go into some more advanced strategies here. And you're going to, if you like, I mean, I know some of you probably are doing other things like watching your kids and stuff and I totally get it, but try to pay attention as much as you can because we're covering a lot of ground and you might be like, wait, shoot, I missed it. There will be a replay. I do want to say that as well. Um, but give me your all and you will leave here with a game plan for scaling fast with super fans. And I can't wait to show you. Like I already told you, I love your questions. Um, I am going to come to them at the end of this. I'm just going to get through it so that everybody gets the information they need. But please, I love your questions. So drop them in the Q&A. And once I get through the core of this material, I will answer as many of them until the cows come home. So how do you get super fans? At this point, you guys are probably like, well, okay, we get it. We want super fans. But how do we do that? Let's talk about it. I'm so excited to teach this. This is brand new. Nobody here, none of even those super fans, nobody knows this stuff. This is brand new from my brain. To earn super fans, you must create equity, okay? And equity has a couple different meanings. So let me tell you very clearly which form of equity I'm talking about. I'm not talking about equity in terms of like diversity, inclusion, and equity. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that definition. I am talking about equity when you think, I want you to think about 
For those of you who own a home, you have equity in your mortgage. If you own a car, you have equity, right? Like it's your assets, okay? So equity equals the value that you've created for your community, okay? In the same way that you can build equity with a home that you own, you can build equity with your business. And instead of being dollars, like if you have a mortgage, then you have X amount of equity built in your house in the form of dollars in your community, you have a certain bank of trust, okay? So think of your business as its own, if it's helpful to think of it as an analogy, you've got equity in your business and the more equity you have, the more value you've created and the more trust you have built up. And in the same way that you could draw funds from your house, if you were to sell it, you can draw on, here we go, let's see if I can make, make this transfer. You can draw on that value. You can draw from that trust, the more of it you have. Does that make sense? So the more you built trust with people, the easier it's going to be to do something like sell out your offers with no sales page. You need equity. You can't do it without it, okay? So that is, let me just keep going with this because this is a, a new way of thinking about it, but I want you to think of it in those terms. There's different ways to build equity in your business. Time is not the only one. So for this, at this point, I bet you there's at least one person out there who's like, well, shit, Steph's been doing this since like 2015, 2017. So like she has a lot of time in her business to have built this. You are absolutely correct, okay? Time, there's no way around it. There are other things that I'm gonna teach you here, but time is real. Um, we can't fully outrun the value of time. And you're gonna see a graph on the next slide that's gonna really illustrate your ability to build equity over time. It's the same with a mortgage, right? Like the longer you're making your payments, the more you've paid down your loan, the more equity you have in your house. It's the same thing. Don't say this to discourage you. I say it for a few reasons. One, I want you to have real realistic expectations with yourself, okay? You're not gonna be an overnight success. I mean, maybe you will. And then you can email me and be like, Steph Crowder, you told me I wasn't gonna be an overnight success and I am. And I'll be like, congratulations. But for the vast majority of us, it's just not how it works. And I'm saying that in a positive way. So many of you come to me and you're like, I should have been successful by now. I can't believe I haven't figured this out. What the hell is wrong with me? I'm here to tell you absolutely nothing is wrong with you, okay? You need to stay in the game. Remember the um, analogy of my husband in the Ironman race. If you're getting on the bus to get off the course, you're not gonna get, like your time's up, right? You got it, you're, you're tapping out, you're cashing in your chips, okay? You have to stay in the game to build equity. There are things you can do to speed up your equity. We're gonna talk about those. And a big portion of this training is my favorite way to speed up equity. So believe me, you can. But the truth is that the longer you work with people and help them create results, the more your reputation will grow. Melinda, who's here, Diane, who's here, they will tell you, probably others, I can't even see everybody who's here, but they will tell you at this point, we've, we've done so much amazing work together they're probably going to work with me at this point, no matter what. Okay. And a lot of that does come down to the time that we've spent getting results together. Okay. You'll hear in the podcast with Melinda, she talks, you know, we, we started working together five years ago. Okay. And so time is an element. And I want you to know that I want you to embrace that. And let's normalize that. Okay. Let's normalize the fact that like, this reminds me of, you know, like trying to lose weight, right? Like if you lose more than a pound a week, kind of concerning. Doctors are like, don't do that. <laughs> okay. And so you don't get on the scale. Maybe actually it is tempting to get on the scale and be like, I was so good this week. I only lost a pound. And the nutritionist out there is going to be like, that's amazing. 
Okay. It's the same in your business. I know you're seeing people on Instagram. You're like, wow, she did that so fast. I can't believe she did that. I'm telling you, you don't know the whole story. I promise you. Okay. So that's time. There's also sweat. Okay. Sweat equity is the value that you create with bursts of hard work. And we're going to talk about that. You'll learn about value injections in this training. There is a way to speed up your value that you pour into your community. Remember, equity is just a measure of how much value you've created. So time you're going to certainly put, I mean, think about if you have a podcast, think about five years of value. Okay. But there's other ways to put value into your business. Okay. You guys, but me and my analogies, I swear, if you own a home and you do a kitchen renovation, all of a sudden your value's gone up, right? That's some sweat equity. That's an investment on your part. I'm going to teach you how to do that with my favorite way called buzz blitz. Okay. Sip of water. Okay. Another way to, to get equity, to build equity in your business is helping others get results. Huge equity builder. Okay. Customers turn into super fans when they associate you with results. All right. All right. So, so for me, like I told you, my customers, they associate me with, with results because when they work with me, they're like, work with staff, get results, work with staff, get results. It just keeps being true. The same will be true for you with your clients. The more you can get results for your customers, the more they'll trust you, the more they'll talk about you, the more you'll be able to share their wins, which inspires other people and on and on it goes. Okay, you can see from this training today, I hope everybody here is seeing, I'm also demonstrating what I'm teaching you. I'm sharing client results with you as a way of showing you some of the value I've created in the building of equity in my business. Think about this. I took a year off. I disappeared. And when I came back, my house was still worth something. Does that, I mean, I'm sorry. That just gives me chills, okay? I thought it was gone. But the equity that you build, it doesn't go away. It's, it's worth something. It's valuable because it's value, okay? Huge, huge, huge. And then the fourth thing, oh, sorry, there's two threes. The fourth thing is reputation. The equity you've built with your people is what builds your reputation, okay? So more value, more equity, more trust equals a rock-solid reputation. And a rock-solid reputation creates so much super fan feeling with your clients and customers. Hey, friends, Steph here, cutting myself off because we are going to end today's podcast here. Like I said at the beginning, this was just a small part of this very juicy training. So if you are on the edge of your seat right now and you'd like to hear more, you'd like to see more, I really want you to take the rest of this training because things get highly visual after this point. So go ahead and drop me a line. Just go to your email and open up your compose and send to Steph at stephcrowder.com. I am happy to send you the recording. Again, it does come down on April 16th, 2023. So if it's after that, unfortunately, it's no longer available. But I really hope you enjoyed listening to this element of the training, the super fan shift. My mastermind is open for the next few days. You just have to go to stephcrowder.com slash mastermind. Take a couple minutes to answer a few key questions that help me assess whether this could be the right group for you. And then you'll hop on my calendar. We'll have a call. And if it's the right fit, I would be absolutely delighted to work with you for the next six months. It is going to blow your mind how much we can get done together because I plan on helping my clients achieve massive results between now and mid-October. No matter where you are in your business, please always know that I am rooting for you. I am wishing you the courage and the clarity to go after what you love always. And I'll talk to you soon.